Hey, Hey, beautiful beautiful souls. souls. Welcome to Mammology. We're your hosts, Natasha and Christina. We're two moms and best friends who birthed this paw baby to blow the lid off of the motherhood experience and rid mamas everywhere. Is that lonely? Am I the only one feeling this way? So join us every Wednesday in a new episode where we have candid conversations around motherhood, wellness, and so much more. Because being a mom is a huge part of who we are, but not all of it. We'll discuss hot topics, introduce you to awesome guests, and always sip a new drink to review and rate at the end of the show. Whether you want to laugh, cry, or take your own time out, we got you, boo. So excited for this episode, but we're always excited for every episode. But this one is, you know, more in line with the holiday season that is quickly approaching, and it's all about building boundaries for the holidays. Why is this something that brings us excitement? Because it means that we might actually have a more joyful experience (laughs) this holiday season. Joy to the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And you know what? It's funny that this is one of the episodes that we decided to do because two nights ago on Netflix, there's this movie called Holiday. And it kind of is all about this it's uh who is it emma what's her name <clears throat> she's in a few she's in a few movies but i can't she's in that movie or maybe it's a show scream queens cream scream creams <laughs> those words go quite well together <laughs> she's julia roberts um, niece is she actually yeah she's julia roberts i can niece. see it now the lips I want to say Emma Watson, but it's not Emma Watson. No, it's it's not. Emma something. But like this, this movie's called Holiday. It's on Netflix and it's about like a 30 year old something um, who constantly has to go to all these festive holiday parties with her family and just endure <laughs> all the questions and the and the looks about being single during the holidays. And so even though we're not single, we can relate to mm. questions conversations and looks during this time. So we found it relevant to talk about it. Before we get started, we have to introduce the drink or the beverage that we are sipping on tonight. This one is in line with being very festive. It is called Old Tom's Old Fashioned Eggnog. It's a liquor and it's a blend of natural and artificial flavors. (laughs) (laughs) If I want to get really deep into the label. Um, And guys, this is my first time ever, ever drinking eggnog. Blows my mind. Something with the word egg in it Mm. and drink just creeps me out. But for research purposes this Mm. evening, I will put drink to the lips and we'll try this eggy alcoholic beverage. So shall we? Let's do it. Let's raise our glass. What's the alcohol percentage on this? Just curious. 14%. Is that high? No. Okay. We can handle this. Cheers. Interesting. Definitely smells. Smells terrible. Like eggnog. Oh, does it? It smells like festive. Tastes better than eggnog, but we'll leave that for later. Okay. Let's paint a pretty picture, okay? Let's. What does the holiday season mean to you? Often it means this picturesque version of, you know, warm fires and hot chocolate, kids laughing and adults snuggled up on the couch watching kids unwrap gifts. I mean, even me saying all that makes me feel like craving for a ginger cookie and weighted blanket. Okay. Mm. But remix. 
How about awkward conversations, <laughs> rude remarks, overstayers, unsolicited advice, and and you have yourself a holiday nightmare. <laughs> okay. Watching the holiday on Netflix recently made me think of the holidays and family gatherings and the very nature of prying questions when you're in a confined space with your family. And that's why we're doing this episode. That just might be me. <laughs> the Grinch coming out, but um we found uh found some similarities that we wanted to discuss here on tonight's episode. Did we? I I think so. that the holidays seem to start earlier earlier and earlier every year. Um so I figured, I mean, doing this episode now a couple days after Halloween, <laughs> it, we might make it on time to give everybody some advice on setting boundaries <clears throat> so before like, the holidays. When do you think that you're going to put up your Christmas tree? There are people on my street with Christmas decorations up. And your girl here still has her skulls with the lights on <laughs> at night going ah, ah, ah. Ah. the postman comes up and she's like ah. <laughs> so i'm that mom i want to give i want to give them like a fair chance and say that maybe these types of people put up their christmas lights early to beat any like snow or sleet or hail mm. it's I ain't hating. Right? I just wish they'd come from my house. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but when's too early? Like, I'm not. I feel like the 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 day if you had to put it in a calendar of mm-hmm. which day you should start decorating, it should be like December first. Mm-hmm. Like for example, that's when I usually put up my Christmas trees, December first, <clears throat> and then it you know I finally pack it up maybe like March April. But <laughs> <laughs> so I know what I think of when I think of the holidays. But I want to know what the holiday season <clears throat> means to you. So we can get, you know, familiar with one another. True. I like that. Yeah. Let's, let's start there. Okay. I love the holidays. I'm like, what's his <laughs> name from that movie? Will Ferrell. Okay. The elf. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched it? I have. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel like I'm like that in a way. Okay. Not too crazy, but I get super excited. Like when when christmas is done i get kind of like have to wait a whole year for this so i really really love christmas i grew up with really really good christmas memories every christmas eve was one of my favorite times of the entire year actually is we would go to my uh grandma's house my nana and there was probably i don't i don't know how to do the count but there's let's say 15 of us maybe more <clears throat> And every Christmas Eve, we'd go to her house and she, we, she, we would go into the dining room, lay out like all of the cutlery or whatever. And my nonna would have like just like an army of food, of seafood, of like just mm. the most delicious seafood because we don't eat meat on Christmas Eve. And I just remember like I always just looked forward to that food. So it would be this whole thing and all the grownups would stay up and like... Um, play um, cards or play bingo and just talk and laugh and drink. Like that's what I remember as a kid. And um, we would just, I think like usually watch TV in the living room. And then what would happen is we would fall asleep. And the rule was you were allowed to open the gifts at 12 a.m. on Christmas. Mm -hmm. So the kids would fall asleep and then the parents would keep 
partying and doing their thing and eating and drinking. And then they would wake us up at 12 a.m. and be like, it's 12 a.m. And then we would open up our gifts and then we'd go home and we wouldn't get home until like two in the morning. That was just Christmas Eve all the time. Oh, wow. And it was so much fun. Like so much fun. I lived for those for those nights. And then the next Christmas morning, it would be a tradition for my dad to typically come over to my mom's house because my parents are separated. And we would just do like a little thing in the morning with my parents and my brother. And then after that's, that was done, then I'd leave my mom's house and then we'd go to my dad's family's house and do a whole Christmas there with another, whatever, 15 of us or however many, wow. how many of there, um, there are. And then it would be even more fun memories there. So it was really, really, really something to look forward to. Like even when my parents were married and when my parents were divorced. Um, so very, very good fond memories you basically described like my mocking version (laughs) i'm opening up this episode like oh so you did have the warm fire and kids laughing around the christmas tree okay yeah it was that that's sweet though Mm -hmm. i like that because that's your version yeah like i would write santa a letter i would leave cookies and milk my dad would in the middle of the night sneak and eat it if you have any kids listening in the background mute me (laughs) <laughs> I found out Santa was a lie <laughs> when how old? I, how old I was under eight because I remember my parents were together and my mom took the letters I wrote to Rudolph and Santa rude and put it in the top shelf and I was climbing oh. the counter and I found it and I'm like explain this <laughs> and she couldn't lie so but yeah so really oh, wow. really fun memories yeah that's lovely. Yeah. That does sound like a good time. Mm-hmm. My experience for Christmas, um, it's weird. I'm ashamed to admit that the most wonderful time of the year for many people actually brings out the worst in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and in thinking of how to approach this episode, I was trying to pinpoint like when it all happened why I kind of started feeling that way and I can't I can't for the life of me pinpoint one particular reason or or why I am the way I am today mm-hmm. for me I guess my explanation would be I'm orthodox so our Christmas is on January 7th mm-hmm. um, so growing up there were a few years when my grandma was alive that she would have our cousins over to her house. And I do remember that being fun and, you know, lots of wrapping paper on the floor, but I was so, so young. So it's such a distant memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended um, shortly thereafter. So, I mean, that's a fond memory I have as, as diminished the memory is. And then after that, my family didn't really celebrate Christmas on the 25th. We only did it on the 7th and very, very like lightly. It wasn't like a whole big thing either. So I always felt very lonely in the 25th. Like, you know, Mm. all the stores are closed, all your friends are busy, you're not in school. And it was just a lonely time. We didn't celebrate anything. I think maybe twice my dad bought a Christmas tree. Um, but we didn't, it wasn't a tradition to decorate it or there weren't any traditional meals that Mm -hmm. we would have. Mm -hmm. It was just another day. And then when January 7th came, the only thing that I remember 
that was like, yay, was I was exempt from school. My dad's like, you don't need to go to school today. It's our Christmas. I'm like, yay. But again, right. it like we might have a turkey, but it wasn't this big parade of anything. Right. It was just the four of us as mm. a, a secular family. Now, as an adult, when I think about the holidays, my emotions tend to run a little higher. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's just because the holidays for me, it demands so much on me and maybe like everyone else i just think it's like your time your finances your emotions and we all have to try to prioritize how we're going to spend those resources to maximize the experience and maybe i'm lacking in that way Mm -hmm. um, because i haven't had to experience the holidays like everyone else does so now with the holidays it's just me my husband and his parents and now my son and that's it's like a very small again small very intimate gathering Mm -hmm. and I mean, there are no traditions set in place. I mean, last year was the first time ever I had a Christmas tree. But you don't have to make traditions. You don't have to be somebody into holidays or Christmas. It's not your thing. It's not your thing. But if like deep down, it is something that you think that you can find joy in or you're like, <laughs> you know, yeah. then that's something to explore. And like buying a Christmas tree last year is a start. Yeah, we were, I'm like, you know what? We've never had one. We have the space for one now. Let's, let's go ahead and buy it. And we loved it. It was lovely to have like put up in our, in our house. But, um, me and Bruno are very similar. So the tradition that we have and that we've had since we've been together from day one is we actually don't buy each other gifts at all. Mm -hmm. And we don't buy, um, his parents gifts and vice versa. So we, as odd as it might sound, we love that about us and our family because it just eliminates the stress of like having to find some like mediocre present that Mm -hmm. you're just buying because it's Christmas or spending all this like worry and time at the mall trying to find something and we'll see how this year pans out. I think with Masio too being in the picture, I don't know how we're going to approach. I don't know how we're going to approach Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to suck the life of like (laughs) this cute little human who might, you know, go to school and learn about all these things. And then we're like, we don't do that. So, Mm -hmm. so I think this is going to be an interesting topic because we're so different. I know. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, come, come to my world. (laughs) (laughs) For example, I think it was last night, uh, Bobby and I went to, well, we were just bored at home and we're like, want to go out <laughs> do what want to go to toys r us <laughs> okay leah let's go <laughs> and we go to toys r us and bobby's like oh my god like i can't wait to get him that for christmas and he has like all these oh. traditions like set in place that he wants to uh give leo so like for example um him growing up his one of his uh, traditions growing up was his dad would film him coming down the stairs Christmas morning, like all excited for the presents. And then every Christmas morning, there was like a present that was already like built or made or whatever. And it was from Santa and it was already like set in stone there. Mm -hmm. So he'd come downstairs and, and he would see it made like a train set or whatever and be all excited. So he's like, I want to do that. Like I want to incorporate that tradition um, onto our family and uh so yeah he's like i want to so he wants to buy leo um cool like play centers where it's like um like a barbecue center like kitchen center whatever so he wants to like 
get that and have it already made um, and do the whole thing that his, his dad did for him. Yeah. And I think I want to, I want to create my own traditions um, for our family because I'm going to incorporate some that I passed down for my family, like at 12 a.m. on Christmas Eve. It'll be like a little tradition to like open up one gift. And then so, you know, I'm bringing one tradition in and he's bringing one tradition in. But I think the most important thing to do is um, for those of you that celebrate and maybe have a new baby and is trying to figure out what the hell to do around the holidays is to not feel guilty for wanting to have your own tradition with your own little family. I just feel like there's a lot of times where there is almost all the time pressure to spend Christmas Eve and Christmas driving to three different houses and trying to please everybody on the holidays. Um, And I think I'm like... not about that. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, I think I'm going to, now that Leo's um, one and a half, I think I'm going to set boundaries with finding ways to, for that not to be the expectation of family and friends, not for people to expect us to span out four different uh, family members' houses within a matter of 48 hours or three days, whatever, whatever the case is. It's just like how, how is that even possible for that to be enjoyable? It's like bargaining how long to stay at the family's house and then spreading yourself so thin and in, in especially in a blended family. Yeah. There's so many moving parts. And yeah, how could that possibly be fun being in a car for that long? It's not. You're stressed and you're going from house to house, making sure you're bringing the right gifts to the right house with a baby. Yeah. Oh my good God. This is my <laughs> tip, guys. My tip would be just one of them because there'll be a few throughout this episode is maybe sending out invitations, sending out invitations, maybe mid November, telling people, you know, I'm not going to be driving around this Christmas. Me and the family kind of want to stay in on Christmas morning and create our own traditions. But we really want to see you guys. Are you guys free the Sunday before or the Sunday after Christmas. Lovely. And then that puts the ball in their court and it's giving them options and it's making them feel like you still want to see them, but you're also putting your family in priority of what would give you guys the most joyful holiday experience. And then when you see the those family members, you're going to be so much more relaxed and so much more yourself and actually enjoy your time fully with them because you are not on your third house, you know, on the 12th hour. Yeah. And so, for the little guy's sake too, that's yeah. a lot. It can be a lot sometimes. So yeah, scaling it back. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do this year? Yeah. 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 I've already spoke with Bobby. I told him that it's hard for both of our families because I come from um, a family that's that's separated so I have to do everything separate with my mom's side and then everything separate with my dad's side and then Bobby's um, family lives two and a half hours away so we have to stay for the night so both of those cases take up a lot of our time yeah right I'm stressed just listening to you my god Um, so yeah I don't I'm not I haven't really thought about what exactly I'm going to do this year I think the main thing that I told Bobby and Bobby agrees is that we do want to create our own traditions mm. and in, and we're going to dedicate Christmas morning 
to just our family. Okay. Like just me, Bobby, and Leo. And that's it. And so that we can have those memories and those moments together and figure it out from there. But like Chris, like the holidays isn't about a specific day. You don't have to see family on specific days. Just get it done while the holidays are on, which is like a whole week. Exactly. It's like stretch it out. I hate myself for knowing this piece of information, (laughs) but it reminds me of like when Kylie Jenner Mm -hmm. said to the rest of the Kardashian clan, Mm -hmm. That she just didn't want to celebrate Christmas at Courtney's house anymore. That she wanted to start her own traditions. It was just too much of a coordination mm-hmm. to bring her family and coordinate with the million of other family members in her family mm-hmm. to have that all on Christmas morning. And so she just wanted to, you know, meet up on Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning would be for her and her new family. I hate myself that I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so fair. But, and I mean, that's what a new family is supposed to do. Like, like I have traditions because my family put that in place. Exactly. Bobby has traditions because his family put that in place. And mm-hmm. that's what um, I want to create with mine. <laughs> Combining the two. Yeah. And then, something. and then creating our own. And you know, one day it's going to make me very sad, but Leo's going to do the same with his family and Christmas oh, morning. No. He's not going to be with me anymore. Oh no. Right. Yeah. He's going to be creating his own, his own traditions. One day it will come. Yeah. And it'll be sad. Yes. Yes. Even for me, who for someone who doesn't really appreciate the holiday season, it would, I feel like still kind of. You're sad and you're happy. I Mm -hmm. feel like. Yeah. Because I feel like as a parent, you, you don't, the worst thing, not the worst thing, but one of the worst feelings is worrying about your child, worrying about your child that hasn't found somebody yet. Okay. Worrying about your child that you know, maybe isn't fully stable or maybe needs some help or, you know, just worrying about that child that, you know, doesn't have their own family or their own spouse that. So I feel like it's, it's a good thing. Like our parents are probably like, okay, it's okay. They're not with me on Christmas morning or whatever, but I'm happy and content because he's happy. My son or my daughter's happy with their family making these memories that used to make me so happy. Mm-hmm. And I actually think like it's I think what breaks my heart is that also goes into like worrying about your parents. Loneliness during the holidays is especially just mm-hmm. painful. And then I, I mean, I felt that even as a kid, mm-hmm. even though I was surrounded by my parents and my brother, just feeling segregated from the rest of the world because we weren't celebrating And then when you're more aware of Christmas and you go into school and all that stuff, it was just always such a big ordeal that I couldn't identify with because it wasn't something that my immediate family ever did. I even remember, oh my gosh, how old are you when you're in kindergarten or grade one? Four, five, six. So yeah, so kindergarten, my teacher talking about Santa and I remember at circle time, I don't know why I remember that, but being like in my head thinking I was so proud because I knew Santa didn't exist right? and all these other fools around me <laughs> thought Santa was a thing. And so I didn't even have that. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, for me, I think like the boundaries that I have to set up for myself are mostly put in place because of the personality that I have. I feel like 
every time I say this to people, I'm like, I'm such an introvert. People are like, no, you're not. You're so extroverted. It's a facade. (laughs) It's a huge lie. I get really drained really, really quickly. And I just space the fuck out because I crave my personal space, my privacy. Mm. Um, So for me, even the sleeping over aspect of his mom and dad staying at her house is a lot for me. And it's once a year. So it's like, Tash, get over it. But I just need to have that conversation and dialogue in my head Mm -hmm. um, that I need to be aware that this is a nice thing that other people don't necessarily get to experience. So it's more setting boundaries with myself than it is putting on other people. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Like it's not just about setting boundaries for um, other people. It is about setting boundaries with yourself, especially setting boundaries with like, you don't need to spend an X amount of dollars on all of your cousins and all of your family and everybody, because it's just like, what is the reason for it? I find a lot of people during the holidays may spend a lot of money, maybe for their own ego. So it could be like setting boundaries with yourself to not put everything around spending a certain amount of money and yes. buying a certain amount of gift. Right. Go out for dinner instead. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, don't put the pressure on it. It's interesting, too, because when we're talking about boundaries, I'm like, I feel like I am very fortunate being like the introvert that I am and needing like time for me to mentally recharge. I am grateful that Bruno's side of the family celebrates on the 25th and my family celebrates on the 7th because I feel like there's some leeway and there's breathing room in order for me to recharge. Oh my God, I'm going to sound like such the Grinch. Why? Oh no. my God, yes, I am. Because me and Bruno, we talked about it and we're like, we don't want to give gifts to him. Mm-hmm. Like how evil. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Why? Um... We don't want to give Masio gifts. I mean, maybe one or two. I don't want it to become one of those excessive things where oh, it's just yeah. like gift after gift after gift, or it's just mindless. Right. I, I always want it to be very thoughtful, mm-hmm. and I want him to be appreciative of what he has mm-hmm. in life and what he's given. Um, and I also want him to be aware that it's not about gifts and that some people aren't fortunate enough to have it just because we might have money to bestow him with fucking Tonka truck or whatever. He doesn't mean he's going to get it. Um, so and I don't think even Matthew got a gift last year. Yeah. For his first Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, baby. It's okay. He doesn't get it. No, he doesn't. Isn't like he, he knows. Right. And for me too. Yeah. When I think about it, I'm like, I want to set boundaries with him as well. I know that he's going to come of age when he's seeing commercials or he's going to school and he's having conversations with his peers. Weird. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I want this and I want that. So I feel like if I just set this foundation now of having one gift he won't it won't be expected or the conversation will be easier to have when he's able to understand why we do things right your boundaries are like got a list because you got a whole big family that you need to deal with yeah and i'm grateful so so grateful that i have this family and i have bobby's family like mm -hmm. 
And uh, when I bring up all these boundaries, not like, oh, I have to put this in place because poor me has all these people in my life. Like, it's not like that at all. It's just it's holidays are special, but it can be extremely stressful. And that's not what it's about. And (sighs) (laughs) it goes without saying we love our families. It's just the dynamics have changed since becoming moms. It's you're thinking about you and your immediate family now. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like you have you have the right to simplify your holidays in the best interest of your fam. As long as you're being kind to your to, you know, the rest of your family, which I'm sure you are, just like I am, you shouldn't feel bad for simplifying it. So, you know, boundaries help you and your family enjoy each other's company better because everyone's less stressed. I literally have that simplify. Stop it. Yes, I do. Simplify right there. Right on my notes. Mm. Picking just a few quality dishes that you want to have one signature dish. Yeah. Slave over in the kitchen. What other Christina boundaries do you have? Let's say you have family members or friends or anybody or coworkers that you know is toxic to you Mm -hmm. or let's say you have a family member that constantly you know asks asks you like passive aggressive comments like oh yeah how's your job going oh you're still there like that kind of stuff just remember you don't need to explain everything that's happening or everything that you're doing you can just answer the question in short like good it's going good Ooh, yeah and that's it you don't have to like in the silence Oh, but you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, just keep it short. Keep it short with those people. And, you know, maybe in the room, find somebody that you drive with or has good energy um, at these family gatherings or or work events and just kind of stick with them, you know, just to kind of avoid that type of uh, um, cock, cock, (laughs) (laughs) that type of toxic um, environment or... You know, and then also ask yourself more so when you're around family, like if you do have that type of family member that's like that, like ask yourself, what do you want from this relationship? Hmm. You know, are you planning on being like, is it someone you're close with and you want to continue to be close with? But maybe there's just some friction sometimes when you're together for too long. You know, how how do you want to go about that? Um, And does that stress you out? Or is this just, you know, a cousin or an uncle that, you know, you see on time to dime and, you know, maybe you could just avoid them at, at this event and yeah. kind of walk away. So like ask yourself what you want from that relationship before you go and then kind of just plan in your head how you're going to handle that person if anything comes about. Yeah. I had the tip of make an excuse to leave an upsetting conversation, mm-hmm. but like in a bigger family, I would find that would be easier to do because then you can just go talk to Billy Bob or skip on over to Jan over there and you're good to go. But like, what do you do if it's just like you and like three other people? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to go take a shit right now. <laughs> well, the good thing is we have kids. Yes. So I find they're great distractions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, excuse me, excuse me. He poopied. <laughs> Leo, go upstairs, go upstairs. <laughs> oh man, I miss breastfeeding. I'd oh. get a solid like half an hour, hour to myself to just like. <sighs> That's a good you know? one. Yeah, but not no more. Not no more. Maybe I could just 
pretend. Yeah. Hey guys, let's start it back up again. <laughs> Heads up. I'm sure all of you know, drive yourself to all your holiday events. That way you are not reliant on carpooling or leaving when someone else needs to leave. Mm. You can set your own timeline, your own boundary, and give yourself the ability to enforce when you're leaving or not. Mm. I'm like, duh, that's such a good one. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I, we always drive. Of course. Why are you going to wait for Uncle Tom? <laughs> <laughs> when you can just pick up and leave whenever you want. Totally. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like that applies in every situation. What? Oh, drive myself. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to pull a Houdini and leave (laughs) before you even realize I'm gone. Before you know I'm gone. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. One thing I definitely want to say Mm -hmm. with this whole boundaries around holidays is setting boundaries are not put into place for two people, please. They're not put Mm. into place to people, please. They are put into place to make you and your family comfortable Mm -hmm. and it's other people's jobs to make themselves feel comfortable so you know obviously with being kind and considerate um but not sacrificing your joy so if you have that father or that mother or whomever who you tell them hey listen this year you know we're not going to drive around or we're not going to come on Christmas Eve or whatever. You know, we just want to instill this tradition with um, with our little family. Um, and they don't take that well, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very, very common. That's not your problem. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not your problem. And you shouldn't feel guilty for wanting to instill those traditions with your family. You know, and of course, as long as it's like healthy relationships, if you give them options for times that you want to see them during the holidays and you give them those options and the ball is in their court and they're being toxic with you or they're not putting that into priority that you also want to do these things for your family, then all the more reason to be like, yeah, these are definitely my boundaries because you're not being respectful of you know, what me and my family want to do together. Yeah. Um, so that's important. And and don't, you know, don't be apologetic for it. Just do what's best for you and your family and make the holidays joyful. Yeah, <laughs> it's special. It's a special time, especially for you, you Christmas lover <laughs> over there. <laughs> I know, I know. No, I'm 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 so excited. I'm excited to see family. Mm-hmm. But Again, I'm going to spread it all out. I'm not going to go to five different houses in 48 hours. That's just like, Mm -hmm. it's just. That's tiring, man. It's not enjoyable. It's honestly a chore at that point. Throw a snowfall in there too. Yeah. So when you send out those invitations that you're going to have, you know, welcoming your family to your place. Mm -hmm. During the holidays, does the same idea applied to you like do you ever feel like people are overstaying their welcome no wow okay you're just a lovely human being (laughs) you don't feel like it's time for you all to leave now no never wow i've honest to god never felt that with like friends or family i'm like the person that's like you want to sleep over (laughs) oh that's so nice 
Am I different? No. I think I've just been <laughs> blessed with people that, I don't know, I feel like I'm the people that visit or like stay over or whatever are always those, always those people that are like trying to sneak out in the morning because they just like feel bad that they oh. stayed over or it's like the people that come for dinner and then they're like doing the dishes and be like, okay, like I don't want to be in your way. Like it's typically I like that those type of people because they're aware that they're in your home yes yeah and so they're they're they kind of say that to almost get a feel of where you're at right do you know what I mean yes so as long as I've never felt that way because I've never had somebody stay longer than I've essentially told them to stay got it you know what I mean right they always act like okay they should be leaving now (laughs) so (laughs) So yeah, no, I've never experienced that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that for me, my dad made it a point. Like I don't know, his lessons in life are just so interesting to me. Now that I look back at them, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, they're um, one of his lessons. I always remember fucking hearing all the time was always know when to leave. I swear to God, it was a lesson. Right, it was like a dialogue of. Always know when to leave someone's house. Mm. Never overstay your welcome. Never be the last person at a party. Mm. Yeah. Never be the last person at a club. Like these were the lessons that were instilled in me. So it's just so funny because when my parents even come over to my house, they're maybe here for like three hours max. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we got to go. And Bruno's like, no, <laughs> no, stay, stay longer. We have this. And we're like, no, no, it's okay. We're leaving. <laughs> And he always laughs. He's like, it's like they bolt. I'm like, that's just the way that they are. They never, ever want to have like even an ounce of overstaying like Mm. they're welcome. So they're always like the first ones to peace out. (laughs) Like, bye. And I do get that from me. Um, So yeah, I'm always aware also when I'm at other people's houses, like again, setting boundaries Mm -hmm. with myself so that other people don't need to set them for me. I'm like, don't worry, bro. I'll be out of your hair in a matter of an hour. I am out of here. So when the tables are reversed and I have someone at my house, (laughs) it's just always interesting when I hear other people being like, oh, like maybe I'll leave now. (laughs) <laughs> like you know i'm like oh i see how the tables are now turned and yeah. you're being aware of how long you're staying here so should i leave no, no. <laughs> we're at natasha's house right now no. <laughs> it's just funny that it's all just yeah becoming so much sense to me having this discussion i'm really learning about myself right now all right mm. i love that yeah mm. yeah is it making you more christmasy or less no I don't think I'll ever get that, that gene in me. Mm. Last year, Christmas, I did order um, holiday pajamas for both me, Bruno, and Massio because it was his first Christmas. Stop. And Bruno's like, I am against this. <laughs> he took the pictures. Bobby would be too. And he's, <laughs> he's like, this is so lame. I never want to do this ever again. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe that could be a tradition, but I don't think it will be. Why? That's so cute. No, Bruno wasn't into oh, it. Oh, okay. You got to do something that yeah, he's into. Yeah. So I have also tried going away on Christmas, like being mm. like, this will be our tradition because we're huge vacationers. I was you also know? thinking like going to a soup kitchen or something. Oh my God. Yeah. I want to do that so bad. Yeah. We'll do it together. Because, do you want to? Yes. Because do you want to make it a tradition with us? I would love that. We always yeah. say like, we'll go to a soup kitchen or we'll like donate our time. Or mm-hmm. I even was thinking about um, creating the tradition the tradition of creating like a backpack of necessities and going out and 
you know, finding some, someone who needs it and giving mm-hmm. it to them. So like filling it with like menstrual pads mm. or a granola bar and a bottle of water or something mm-hmm. like that. And just having like all these kits lined up and just like hitting the streets. I think yeah. that would be something that I would like to, to do as a tradition. Do you want to do that this year? I'd like to do that. We should go like maybe women's shelter yeah. or something. Yeah. It's just, I don't know how it works with shelters because of COVID. Man, COVID. Like I how know. many times are we going to mention COVID every single episode? Ugh. Just get out of my life. But yeah, something like that I think would be a cool tradition too. That's a cool tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I feel like my takeaway for what's about to go down in the holiday season would be just to laugh about everything. <laughs> if there's a big family that you're lucky enough to have, there's going to be a lot of personalities in one room and, you know, someone's always going to spark a reaction out of somebody. So it's just the nature of families. So if you can find humor in even like the littlest of situations that might otherwise be somewhat upsetting, mm-hmm. you're, you're golden. I think also... If you don't know where to start with this whole boundary thing, but you're like, hell yeah, I need to to do this. I'm on that level. I would start with maybe writing a list of everywhere that you went to last year or places that you got invited to this year and reflect on what brought you joy last year, what caused you anxiety last year, what stressed you out. And then from there you can decide what you want to do this year and how much time you want to spend on each situation. I like that one too. And you want to have those conversations with your family members because things do change after babies. Then I would suggest to have these conversations with your family members with like a kind heart Mm -hmm. um, and understanding of where they're coming from. Um, Just like you will when you're, child grows up and you will want the same compassion back and just let them know what you need from the holidays that year and what you think is important for your family. Give them the options of ways that you'd love to see them during the holidays and again, leave that ball in their court and then see how they respond to you. Um, And most likely or not, they'll understand and um, you know, they'll see you on the days that works for you or works for both of you. And if they don't understand, again, all the more reason to make sure you have that time, which is your fam's. Here's the takeaway, people. Just get drunk. <laughs> Just drown your sorrows. Spike your drinks, spike your eggnog. You'll be good. Escape in a closet for a little bit. Mm. Go up to your room, take a breather. That's what I do. Yeah. So I smelt the drink first. It doesn't smell... It doesn't smell nice to me. It smells like eggnog. See, okay. So, okay. I didn't know what eggnog smelled like. This is what it smells like? Exactly. Wow. Okay. Mm. I enjoy it. It's like, but eggnog on steroids. I can't say. Okay. So why is it eggnog on steroids? What's a typical eggnog like? It has like a nice kick to it. This so one like does. a manageable one. Like I can probably chug it. But other eggnogs don't have a kick because this has a kick. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. It would just be like without the kick. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind it. Um, if I were to rate it on the repurchasing scale, mm. I'd probably rate it a seven. That's higher than I expected from you. So then I would repurchase it for the holidays. I would have it as an option for my guests. 
But what did you rate it? I'm going to rate it 8.5. <gasps> that was high too. I know. Our time has come. It's the end of the, it's the, end of the road. <laughs> it's the end of another episode here in Mimology. And although it's sad for us in the moment, we will come back at you hard next week, Wednesday, with a new topic and a new drink and more laughs. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support our pod baby, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave us a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at mammology underscore co. Let us know if you're listening by taking a screenshot and tagging us. We'd love to say hi. Talk Talk next week. week.